0: I don't think Sam's possessed. Uh, You might want to see a priest about that.
1: Okay, now nobody move. Are you comfortable? I'm very comfortable, thank you. Because you're going to have to be in that spot for two hours now, maybe three. Okay,
0: no, we're not talking about this for three hours. Talked about it for three hours. The movie wasn't even an hour. (laughs) Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hi. And welcome back to... (laughs) God's topic! I'm still Sylvia. I'm still Allison. And I feel like I completely forgot how to do a bo- a podcast, just, like, in the two weeks that we haven't been doing this. Yeah, It's so, so weird, I'm sorry. No, go. Uh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, we already forgot how to do it. We're in the same place this time, this isn't over Zoom, so... Yes. So... You guys might be wondering why we disappeared and fell off the face of the earth. Except, you know, we didn't. We yes. just... What? I just want to once again thank everybody for yes. putting up with us. Yes, thank you for being so patient. We had, um... Well, I had some life stuff happening. Yeah, some very exciting life stuff happening. Yes. So, guys, gals, non-binary pals, me and Eric moved into our first apartment! Woo! Jess hands. Jess hands. Yep. So we are moved in. We are not yet unpacked because packing is a heck. And it's just so exciting. And I'm so happy.
1: I'm so happy for you guys. You finally got out of there.
0: Our situation was not great beforehand. So now that we have a, a whole apartment to ourselves. I, it's just, I've been in a better mood. I've been sleeping better. It's crazy. That's amazing. I'm so happy. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, that's why I, I haven't really been able to work on the podcast. I apologize for, like, the absolute no notice that I gave. It's just that that's kind of how we... It just kind of, like,
1: jumped up anyway, right? Yeah,
0: because we applied for it, and less than 24 hours later, we were like, oh, we were told that we got the place.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you had told me which complex it was, I would have
0: I would have been able to tell you that. Like, oh, you're going to know within 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, I have someone on the inside, but still, it was, like, less than a day, and then we got the call saying that, oh, by the way, you have an apartment now.
1: Yeah, fun fact, um, I, I learned this today, actually, <laughs> that... The complex Allison is living at is one that my company owns. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's not one that I look over, so. I was gonna say, you better rig everything so everything's perfect. <laughs> I'll just go in the system and erase your rent forever. <laughs> Please do.
0: Uh, $3 a month. I wish. <laughs> if only. But no, you know, we're nice and settled. It's feeling more and more like home every day. I'm putting up all my creepy stuff. Did you nail the toast to the wall? I nailed the toast to the wall. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully in the future, we're going to have a studio that does not involve two dogs barking on the floor. Yes, that is the special feature of the apartment is that it has a den And me and Eric have agreed to turn that into a recording space so he can do music and we can do the podcast there.
1: Yeah, in case you guys forgot, um, Eric, one of the partners of this podcast, is
0: a musician as well. Yes. So check him out at Motomiya. He's mostly active on Instagram. I believe he posts to Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube. I don't know. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just check him out. At Motomiya. Dot com? No, not dot com. No, we don't own a dot actually, com yet. if you uh, if you go into the description box, he did our logo, so he's always credited down there. Yeah, that's true. He's responsible for that adorable tombstone <laughs> that you see. <laughs> the way you said he's responsible made it sound like he did something <laughs> awful. He's responsible. <laughs> he did that. That's him
1: over there, officers.
0: Yeah, but we're back. And we're better than ever. I'm filled with caffeine, and I'm ready to shout. Really, I need more caffeine. Really. Mm. I had like this is my third cup today. Oh God, I need two more to catch up. I had two teas, two cups of tea, and the iced coffee.
1: So before we get into it, one more time, just because you guys are so amazing, thank you so much for allowing us to take these
0: unprepared breaks like this. Yes, thank you guys. And we will have more exciting content coming your way. Hopefully if something else like this does come up, we will have more time to let you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, thank you guys. It's just, it's been a time.
1: (laughs) We've... At this point, we were also supposed to have another really exciting thing off the ground. Actually, we were supposed to have, like, multiple real exciting things off the ground. But then it snowed a heck ton.
0: Yeah, there was supposed to be a lot of stuff, but... Yeah, it's it's all coming, all in due time. Yep, there's a bunch of exciting things in the pipeline, and I can't wait. Yep, they're on the horizon. Yep. Speaking of on the horizon, here's Alice. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Alice is once again going to be sitting on with us. You may or may not hear her voice once or or twice. She did watch this movie with us, so. Oh, so
0: spoilers, this is a movie review. Yeah, we... If you couldn't tell from the title. We needed something quick and easy. (laughs) Yeah. Just because, you know, unfortunately, moving is not complete once you get there. You still got to unpack and set up the gas and figure out where the trash goes and buy a trash can in the first place. Yeah, when Alice and I
1: first originally moved in, um, we just, like, moved down a level, so <laughs>
0: everything was there. Yeah. Um, uh, we only moved, like, five minutes away, but still, that was It took, ridiculous. like, two,
1: three car trips.
0: Yeah, with multiple cars.
1: <laughs> yes. We,
0: we had a lot of stuff in one room. So, do you want to tell the beautiful people what, movie we're reviewing today well beautiful people we are reviewing the 2000 something movie the devil's carnival so what is the devil's carnival you may ask uh i have the same question (laughs) it is a movie i don't remember when this movie came out um two thousand somethings It definitely was, like, 2000-something. Yeah, it definitely wasn't the 1950s. (laughs) Google, one of the options is, like, Devil's Carnival 3. We'll get to that. It's 2012. 2012. Aw, we were in high school.
1: Yeah, that was my graduation year.
0: I was a junior.
1: (laughs) Yeah, age us that way.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so, yes, it came out in 2012. It is the follow-up creation to Repo the Genetic Opera, so you know it's going to be good. So Yeah, it's going to be... <laughs>
1: <laughs> we may have a slight bias going into it.
0: Yeah, so you've seen this multiple times.
1: I've seen it multiple times. I've listened to this soundtrack on repeat. Sam is making tippy-tappies. What's that noise?
0: That's your Xbox.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> the Xbox is making tippy-tappies. <laughs> it is 55... Minutes long. Yeah, so it's not really an hour. Yeah, it's kind of like a short film, really. It's not even, like, full feature length movie length. The sequel's a bit longer. Yeah, didn't you say- Oh, there's a sequel, by the way. So, (laughs) um that came out in 2016 this was meant to be like an anthology of movies which is why the first one's so short and there's so many unanswered questions that's what i'm assuming that it was supposed to be an anthology but yeah i remember when it was in production like that was the plan was that they were gonna have short installments over the course of the course of a few years so you know the first one was kind of short but it was assumed that there was going to be another short film-type thing coming out, mm-hmm. like, maybe two, three years later.
1: Yeah, and I guess, spoiler alert for now, there has not been a third movie, and it does not seem like there will ever be
0: a third movie. Yay! So, why still watch this in the first place? Uh, the music slaps? Oh, every song, in
1: because it's, you know, very similar vibes to Repo. Music is absolutely amazing. I love every single song.
0: Yeah, no, it's really good. And as the title implies, it's very carnival-like in its energy. It's very all over the place, but in a good way. What is the plot of Devil's Carnival? (laughs) That's a good question. Yes. So the basic plot of this movie is that three people die and we see that in the beginning of the movie they die in different ways and they end up at this carnival that is meant to represent hell yes and then stuff happens so we have our three
1: main characters they i believe they do have names but we don't really know them um i looked it
0: up it is john tamara is the frog girl and mrs marywood is the thief marywood that was her marywood name. So, yes, uh, in the beginning of the movie, it's, like, three different things happening that are intercut with one another, and that's how each of these characters die. Tamara is shot while trying to leave her uh, abusive boyfriend. John commits not alive. Uh, Trigger warning for the movie. They don't show too much, but still. It's very clear what happens,
1: and it's mentioned a few times.
0: Yeah. And mrs marywood dies in a shootout with the police because she is a jewel thief
1: yes so those are our three characters yes um mary wakes up surrounded by jewels and signs there's one by the mirror that's like don't trust this person and a hat full of jewels
0: that's like take only what you need yeah and she immediately starts just taking everything because that's who she is yep Uh, Tamara wakes up in this weird rockabilly outfit, like, looking from the 50s. (laughs) You and Alice are so hung up on the rockabilly in this movie. Because it's so interesting, because it's, it's, it's like mostly a carnival theme, and then all of a sudden, gracers, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yes, she has frogs on her dress, which is why I called her the frog girl before.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she kind of has the nickname of
0: the frog girl for her dress and for her storyline. Yeah. So, and then John wakes up and he's just wearing, like, normal clothes, really. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they each have a ticket to the
1: carnival that says admit one. Now, I mentioned this while watching the movie, but I swear, I swear, when I first watched this movie, Frog Girl, because I forgot her name already. Tamara. Tamara. She wakes up to the envelope, you know, the ticket, and a knife. And the knife said, had its own little note that said, don't trust anyone. Yeah, that would make sense. I swear on everything, that's what happened. But apparently, every time I rewatch this movie, that's not in there anymore. Mm -hmm. So if anyone is, like, on my side, it's like...
0: Mandela (laughs) effect.
1: If anyone's from my universe where Tamara's knife had a a note, like, let me know. Tell me I'm not crazy.
0: Yes, email us at... (laughs) Tell Sylvia she's not crazy. Put that in the uh, header of the email. Sylvia's not crazy. (laughs) So yes, they all wake up in this strange and unfamiliar carnival-looking place, and there's a bunch of weirdos around. And then this
1: this like Igor-looking guy, <laughs> this Igor-looking guy, is assigning everybody. I guess they're, for lack of a better term, assignments. Yeah. For the night, and we see some returning faces from Repo. Yes.
0: Uh, I just listed who was in this. Pavi's back. Luigi's back. Uh, the very first scene, we see uh, Roddy. Mm-hmm. He's back. Um, Shiloh's back. Shiloh's back. And obviously, uh, Grave Robber is uh, back. Uh, yes. <laughs>
1: using their stage <laughs> names here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> because um, I forgot most of the actors' names. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Alexa Vega, oh. and Terrence. That's all I know. Terrence. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> We're on a first name basis with him. Terrence, I mean, I we
1: follow each other on, um, I do on um, Twitter, oh, and mutual. whenever, whenever I tweet about like Rebo or something, I he like always like likes my tweet, and stuff. <laughs> so I mean we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> I'm basically friends. You're
0: basically in the movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: basically. You know, he's gonna contact me for the next movie, yes. or there
0: will finally be a comic book series about these <sighs> universes. I just want to know more, darn it. Anyway, so. They're getting their assignments. They're getting their assignments, and they're all carnival folk. Mm Mm-hmm. The...
1: May have been confusing. Not all the repo people get assignments. Like, Alexa and... Luigi. Luigi. They don't get assigned people, and they're upset about it. Yeah. Uh, We have Emily Autumn in this movie. Yes, so would you like to talk about Emily Autumn? She's just... An old school, very baby bat artist. How she- dare you. <laughs> That's not a bad
0: thing, by the no, way. No, no, no. She's,
1: she's a sweetheart, especially okay. nowadays. I know a lot. A long time ago people found her problematic because mm. she would quote unquote glorify mental illness. And... Would she just talk about it and people were saying that they were- she
0: was Well, I mean, she
1: it? romanticizes like Victorian era mm-hmm. and things. Like that. I mean, it's a little glorification. Okay. Well. I always saw it as kind of, like, Shakespearean in a way. hmm
0: Yeah, you know, well. like,
1: oh, I'm gonna escape my f- terribly fated marriage by drowning.
0: Yeah. I, that, that's just being goth.
1: <laughs> Listen to the Gaslight. That's, like, a good summary of hers. Anyway. Yes. Victorian oh. she also had like a cabaret type of vibe going for a
0: while yeah in our types of goth episode you mentioned her when we were talking about a like, goth cabaret and yeah. goth carnival style so it makes sense to call her up for this movie yes so she plays a character who I thought was supposed to be mute but she can sing so mm-hmm. I don't know and uh she's a painted doll
1: broken doll
0: broken painted doll yes painted broken doll <laughs> whatever The beginning of the movie is, it just throws you right in. Yeah. Um, If you don't know what this movie is about, you might be confused at the beginning. I feel like the first watch around, you're probably going to be confused. Yes. Um, It's very obvious that there was supposed to be other installments, Mm -hmm. and we'll talk more about that later. But, you know, I I kind of appreciate that, too. That doesn't really beat around the bush. It's kind of like Repo, where it's just like, okay, this is the world that we live in. Organ failure, (laughs) organ replacements, don't worry about how we got here, we're just here. Welcome to hell. This is what it's like. Yes, it is. Get in line. Yes. (laughs) Um,
1: This movie, you absolutely have to listen to the lyrics to really follow along with what's going on.
0: Which is a shame, because for some reason, the mixing on this was awful, where all the singing was just, like, and then the musical was, like, Yeah, um,
1: the soundtrack's not like that at all, but for some reason, this movie, you might need to play around with your sound settings to really, you know, get, hear the voices more. It
0: could just be our copy of, our copy, our (laughs) collective (laughs) copy of the DVD, or it could just be the way we were watching it, but, um, I believe you when you say that on the soundtrack, you can actually make out the words.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because listening to the soundtrack is how I kind of came to understand some of the plot lines. Mm -hmm. So, Mary Wood, she's the easiest plot line out there. Yes. I believe she was thrown in here to kind of make what's going on make a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, because she's a very cartoonish, like, jewel thief. (laughs) Yeah, her story is
1: very clear cut. She's in hell because she's a thief. And her
0: test is to see if she will continue to steal. Yes. And, uh, by the way, we didn't mention this before, but they are all getting tested to see if they are worthy of redemption and going to heaven.
1: Yeah, that yeah. that's where I was starting with the whole lyrics thing. Yeah. And then I forgot. No, okay. <laughs> the but... whole reason you gotta listen to the lyrics is because in one of the early songs, mm-hmm. um, they say, like, you know, oh, how this story is gonna end depends on how you play your part, but that's what got you here anyway, so yeah. <laughs> no one's very faith, you know, not
0: looking forward to any type of other cl- conclusion here. Yeah, it's like you ended up in hell. Congrats. <laughs> but, um, yes, this the devil in this universe is very forgiving, <laughs> where he's just like, eh, if you try, I'll let you go to heaven. But let's say that this is kind of the whole
1: applaud the what was supposed to be the anthology, mm-hmm. because by the end of it, everyone's like, "Did, did, did that really just happen?" Yeah, Satan. What?
0: Yeah, <laughs> so we can assume from that 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 doesn't happen too often that people actually <laughs> pass their tests. Yeah. So yes, Mary would she fails pretty much immediately. <laughs>
1: Every character gets three tests. Yeah. So, Mary Wood's first one was, obviously, take what you need. She didn't take what
0: she needed. Yeah, she took way more. And it's all very, like, costume jewelry, too. Oh, yeah. It's, like, very <laughs> party city.
1: <laughs> um, and then her second test... Oh, what would be her second one? I forgot her second one. The third one's obvious. It's yeah. when she's going for the,
0: the thing. But she was tested again. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the second last test was either. Oh my goodness. That's okay. Um, yeah, and then her other test is um, she has to win a, like, beanbag toss, essentially. <laughs> we rig those things all the time. Yep. I mean, she even
1: calls it out. She's like, oh, these things are rigged. And the rules are played out for her very plainly. You get three chances. If you win, you win the diamond if you lose, I'm gonna take everything. Yeah, and she just keeps losing horribly. Yeah, until she stripped down to her undies and is being whipped in front of an audience. That was interesting. That was a, that was a choice.
0: They erased her nipples. Yes, they, that was confusing. <laughs> anyway, that's not the main purpose of that. Basically, like you said before, Mary Wood, is there so that we understand how things work mm-hmm. because it's very cut and dry. There's no ambiguity with her story. Yeah. Thief continues to be a thief. Punished. Is being punished as a thief. Yeah. And her, like, punishment song
1: also, like, wraps up basically what she's going, which is the the dog with the reflection.
0: Yeah. So that's another thing is they uh, relate all these stories back to old fables. So she is the dog and her reflection. Mm-hmm. And which is basically a story about a dog who's running around with some jewels over a bridge, and then sees her reflection in the water, and doesn't realize that she's about to jump in and drown.
1: Yeah, because the dog is dumb and thinks it's another dog, and yeah. it's like, hey, I want those. Yeah,
0: this basically, don't be greedy
1: is the moral of the story. Yeah, <laughs> or else you'd die. So that's Marywood.
0: That's the simplest simplicity of Simple Town. <sighs> yes. Because the other two stories, uh, there's a little bit more nuance and lack of answers. <laughs> yeah, they get a little more
1: complicated.
0: Yes. So let's go to
1: Tamara next, because she is I mean, next. That happens next within the storyline, yeah. but I think Tamara was the most difficult one. Yes. And we'll explain. We're going to get back to her. We'll say her story,
0: but then we're going to come back to her yes. later. <laughs> so Tamara, um, as we see in the beginning, she's killed by her abusive boyfriend. She's trying to escape and, uh, when she wakes up, she finds a knife, and there's this greaser-looking guy who's just like... hes wearing a plastic wig. He's wearing a plastic wig, who's like, if you give me the knife, I can get out of this cage that I'm trapped in, and I'll protect you, because, you know, you don't know where you are, but I know where- what this is, and I'll save you. So he gets out, because she trusts him and gives him the knife, he kills some cardboard cutouts. <laughs> So that was her first
1: test. Every test for hers was literally with this guy saying, do you trust me? Yeah,
0: it's like Aladdin. (laughs) (laughs) I I was getting flashbacks. Then she starts kind of flirting with this guy and just like blindly going along with him. Mm -hmm. That's when I started getting concerned where I'm just like, is she in hell because she is prone to trusting too much?
1: Yeah, it seems like... From the outside looking, I don't know. It seems like her reason for hell, and I'm gonna emphasize "seems" for the thousandth time in this sentence, mm-hmm. is because she's too trusting,
0: which isn't a sin. Yeah,
1: so that's why I'm like, we're gonna get back to her. But she's flirting with greaser boy. He gives her a, a like ring a- pop. A ring pop. <laughs> yes, very romantic. And that's when. He says it again there, where he was like, do you trust me? And she was like, yes, of course. Yeah. And then he runs off, and she chases after him, and he's making out with Broken
0: Doll. Yes. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were with this person. And they're in front of one of those, like, spinny things at carnivals where like people get tied to and oh yeah knives. he's a he's a knife thrower yeah <laughs> you can see where this is going oh by the way greaser guy's name is scorpion it's important to yeah the end fable that she's related to frog scorpion you should see where this is going <laughs> not well um yeah.
1: so instead of just running away or leaving after catching him kissing doll Mm -hmm. she agrees to
0: trust him one last time yeah and he then proceeds to tie her to the spinny wheel thing flirting the whole time flirting the whole time and she's just like "Ah." she's like smiling and just like
1: oh this is so cute he's so sweet yeah how do i know you won't stab me
0: (laughs) he's a knife thrower
1: It's part of the act. Yeah,
0: that's literally his response. He's like, oh, my act is dead without you. Yeah. Wink. (laughs) Wink, wink. And he proceeds to sing while throwing knives at her. And you kind of know where this is going. The very last one, with the knife she gave him.
1: Yep, stabs her right in the heart. And then her failure song is by
0: Emily Autumn, which is the tale of the frog and scorpion. Yep, which I feel like is the most popular fable That's in this movie, because that was the only one I knew.
1: Really, the only one I knew of was (laughs) was the dog. Really? I've never heard that one before. Never heard the frog and scorpion before.
0: Yeah, I've heard that one before. Basically, you know, it's a tale of this scorpion that wants to cross a river, some kind of body of water. And a frog's like, oh, hop on, I'll give you a ride. And halfway through, the scorpion stings the frog, and the frog's like, why'd you do that? We're both gonna drown and, you know, die hat now and the scorpion's like i'm a scorpion that's what i do what a jerk i don't know right and that's that basically sums up what happened with tamara where she was too trusting and that led to her downfall and i have so many questions <laughs> yes also there's frogs on her dress too which uh... <laughs> she has a very cute
1: 50s rockabilly looking dress with the full skirt and it's got lily pads and frogs
0: on it. Yes. Just to further drive that point home. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> point. Ha. Uh, <laughs> ha. Scorpion. Knife. N- knife. Both of. all. Well, yeah, let's say both. Both of Tamara's songs, because she gets another one at the end, the mm-hmm. very end, have a lot of sexual innuendo in it. And I'm just like, what do we do with this? <laughs> We're going to. We're gonna go back to Tamara
1: because she needs a lot more analyzing. Yeah.
0: Anyway, <laughs> now we go to John. John, the entire time he is asking for people to help him find his son. Very Finding Nemo mm-hmm. vibes from. Oh the yeah, sky. from
1: his be from the beginning where we see him in the bathroom. He has a picture of his son, and what well, we could assume is his wife oh. or girlfriend on the outside of the door mm. asking him to open it. He mm-hmm. does the thing. Yes. And, and when he wakes up, he first sees his son, and then he starts chasing after him. This is very Alice in Wonderland-like.
0: Yeah. And there's... A, he gets... His note says, like, where's your son Where will... will your son sleep or something like mm-hmm. that? Which is confusing. And I was like, okay, wh- where's this going? Well, that's one of the lyrics. Yeah. And then it came back later mm-hmm. in the, um, his song. So, yes, John is looking for his son... He finds the broken doll and is like, hey, can you help me? This is earlier on in the movie. So let me ask you first. Yes. What do you think was his first failed test? I mean, there was a whole song about him kissing girls, so I guess kissing doll.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Because that took me a really long time where I was like, well, where did he fail exactly? Mm -hmm. But actually that kiss the girl song is very important to his story. Yeah. I didn't think it was at first, but I'm like, actually, yeah, that's a pretty important
0: Part. Yeah, no. I was like, this song is significant. I don't know what's going on. Uh, my first thought <laughs> was that he was like distracted by the women in his life to the point where he neglected his son. And his son died. Yeah, that's what I gathered from the song too. The once you
1: listen to the song and actually pay attention to it, it's very clear what had happened mm-hmm. because it's like little boy lost in the rain. Go away, little Johnny wants to kiss the girl. So yeah. he's like literally shoving his son aside to the point where he's lost in the rain Mm -hmm. which is another lyric that keeps coming back
0: yeah water is very important in this (laughs) yes
1: it keeps coming up so after he gets harassed by the clown girls that's when broken doll comes and he's tested again where she requires a kiss for information Mm -hmm. which honestly i thought that test was rigged but okay
0: yeah it's like What else are you supposed to do if you're really willing to go that length for your sons? Like, of course, you're just gonna kiss some rando, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, how is that being bad? It's not stealing. (laughs) I don't know. I think it has to do with
1: this is how he got here. Yeah. What was his next test after that? Honestly, those two were like test one and two back to back,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then three was when. He sees, like, the signs,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: where it's like, oh, this is what you're looking for, this way. And he cuts the line, and Igor is like,
0: no! (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention that. Hell has a lot of rules, including no littering. Yeah, 666. And one of them is, don't litter. Yeah. Love it. They know what's up. (laughs) I'm sure, make sure you recycle is one of them, too. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Bring your own shopping bag. (laughs) In hell, we care a lot about the environment. Yeah.
1: Is this why gay people go to hell?
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, think about it. If global warming is real, which it is, then hell heats up first. So they probably don't want it to be hot anymore. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Anyway.
1: So John, I guess, passed the test because he finally tells off the guy where he's like, enough of this BS. I'm looking for my son. Where is he? And he lets John go. And that's when we get John's not failure your song
0: mm-hmm. because he didn't fail yeah and this it,
1: song just outlines what happened
0: yeah it's like everyone gets like two or three songs this is his last song where it's like okay this is what happened with this guy
1: hello sylvia in editing here i just wanted to mention real quickly that during this scene that we're describing now uh has a bunch of really flashing lights so if that is something that you are sensitive to keep that in mind Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, during this entire time, um, Daniel is sitting with the devil being told these fables. Yeah,
0: no, he has a pretty sweet time. It's like, I don't, I don't know. He didn't officially go to hell. No, right? I think that's just, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like a figment yeah. because even the devil says in the song, it's like, you know, um, offered by heaven where no child is spared. So mm-hmm. every, all kids go to heaven. Yay. <laughs> So, John's song, which is the whole story, which from what I gathered, I don't know if you want to pull up the lyrics and see yourself, Mm because I've listened to this song so many times, Mm -hmm. is that they were probably down on their luck due to John being very neglectful Mm -hmm. and making these decisions that are mostly about him. So it continues to put his son, Danny, in danger. Mm Mm-hmm. To the point where, you know, unfortunately, Danny has passed, mm-hmm. and John obviously blames himself for it a lot, but it seems like the reason he's there is because he's not blaming himself. Mm-hmm. He's, like, you know, blaming the
0: devil, like, yeah. this is your fault. Yeah, the devil, like, explicitly says that at one point. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, why are you blaming me all the time? Blame yourself. <laughs> yeah,
1: which I guess is why, that's why he's there.
0: Yeah. And then he's like, oh, wait, no, I did something wrong. Oops. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then we get that very
1: punch of a line where he starts to, like, accept what happens. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Which was, he's like, Danny shouldn't have been here. He shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't have been born. Mm -hmm. Which is like,
0: oof. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, oof. (laughs) 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 Oof.
1: Something happened, obviously, because he's like, I told him to wait there. Mm -hmm. He shouldn't have been somewhere else.
0: Yeah. It's, I think it's implied that he drowned somehow. Water
1: is very important here.
0: Water is very important. Drowning is the theme.
1: And all we know is that he was found bruised in the rain with his overalls torn.
0: Yeah. So, make of that what you will. There's mm-hmm. a lot of ambiguity in this movie. I don't think there are any clear-cut answers for most things. So. No, I feel, like I said, I feel like this movie is very heavily reliant on symbolism. Yeah. This is like an English major's best friend. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like you can pull apart everything. It's like a, it's like pulled pork the movie. You just pull <laughs> pulled pork the movie. <laughs> you just keep pulling it apart.
1: Well, I know what our episode is going to be called.
0: <laughs> pulled pork the movie. People are going to see that and be like, what the heck are they talking about? The devil sandwich. <laughs> the devil <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> That's what the movie should have been called. <laughs> the Devil Sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Terrence, call me. I got some ideas. Oh, I'll, I'll DM him. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's just a lot to read into it. And, like I said, there's a lot of ambiguity. Not too many things are concrete. Mm-hmm. Um... Marywood's story is, like, the only one where it's like this, this, this. Yeah. Everything else is like, this could have happened, but also this lyric implies this, or, you know, you couldn't ignore that, but, yeah. you know. A lot. Yes, there is a lot, and we'll get into, like, theories and stuff a little <laughs> bit later. Alright, so
1: after John has finally accepted that this is all his fault,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he goes to heaven! Yay! Which confuses the heck out of everybody, including
0: God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> God's just like, wait, what? Yeah. So that implies that this either never has not happened before or it happens very rarely, even though the devil, it's kind of implied that he continually gives people chances. Mm-hmm. So that's something in and of itself that you can be like, hmm. I think this has never happened before. And there's finally one. <laughs> yeah, like
1: someone has
0: finally passed the test. Mm-hmm. So... That's generally the movie. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you missed the part where the devil has the best song at the end. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> of course he has the best song, which is also the song that's the most riddled <laughs> in yeah. symbolism. There's a lot going on in that song. But it's also the best. So. I love the
1: use of, like, the sheep in wolfish clothing. Yeah.
0: Because it's always the other way around. And this is implying,
1: like, no, this man was innocent, but he was made to seem like mm-hmm. he wasn't.
0: Yeah. And, uh, the devil talks about waging war against heaven, which was like, okay, what does that mean? And then the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when you heard there's a
1: sequel, you're thinking like, oh, cool, so this is gonna be, like, the war on heaven and maybe some answers? hmm
0: No! <laughs> <laughs> no, sadly, the store, the second movie is completely focused on Broken Doll, which is interesting. Which, uh, I mean, you said before that it's kind of alluding to something in the movie where... It- they talk about how corrupt heaven is. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like
1: it still did not deserve
0: 98 minutes. Yeah. Sorry, not really. <laughs> oh, and there's the uh, post-credits scene as well. Yes. Probably the most important scene. It, it's important and very cryptic. <laughs> it's incredibly cryptic because we both saw
1: it completely different parallels of what was going on. So mm-hmm. the scene we see is Tamara. Yes, Tamara. Again. Not Tia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just Tamara. Um, she's now in just, like, a white nightgown holding a lantern on, like, a stage that's meant to look like the seas. So, you know, you got people moving the
0: water. Yeah. <laughs> and she has a duet with the devil. Yes. And uh, she sings this sea shanty, and it has some of the most cryptic lyrics ever that can be read
1: multiple ways. Yes. So... The song is titled, In All My Dreams I Drown, which is the theme- Water. Again. Water, death. And The song is basically, from what I gathered, the story is this girl on the ship, mm-hmm. and she's having chronic nightmares, so she doesn't want to go to sleep anymore, and the captain's like, you need to go the fuck to sleep. Yes. it's my one F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you used it well. And- it comes to a point where he, like, ties her down in bed to force her to go to sleep, and that's when, like- Go to sleep.
0: Go to sleep. Ape quotes. And that's when the ship sinks. Yes. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. Or perhaps actually. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Because, and this whole time this is being sung, uh, it's kind of implied that Tamara got seduced by the devil and, was, like, started trusting him and just, you know- Mm-hmm. The Frick might have happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, there is a the part where he's talking, when he talks about tying her down, she is laid on the bed with, yeah. like, putting her wrist above her head. Yeah. She's not physically tied down.
0: But, you know, metaphorically.
1: I can see where you're coming from, metaphorically, this being about the Fricky.
0: Yeah, the whole song just reeks of the Fricky.
1: <laughs> it does sound like that, but then again, she how those lyrics where she's like where she says, I'll oh, warm your cot at night, which to me implies she's willing to, like, give herself up, so. Mm-hmm. I feel like why, if the song is completely about the fricky, why then mention it explicitly?
0: I don't know, because I feel like it was more so, like, the R-word mm-hmm. in certain parts where it's, like, he is forcefully having to make her go to sleep, quote-unquote. And it's just like, oh, you know, uh, if you don't make me go to sleep, I'll just, you know, do it, like, willingly. I don't know. I'm, like, trying to
1: think of, like, the lyrics in my head now where it's like, here's your gown, there's the bed, lantern's down. Mm -hmm. And then she goes like, but I don't want to go to sleep in all my dreams, I drown.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Which, by the way, mood. (laughs) (laughs) Why are dreams terrible? I don't know. Ooh, honestly, we could talk about this off pod, but Dreamers. short short snippet here. I have a lot of dreams where I drown in them.
0: The song's about you. Yes. That's you, why I love the song so yeah, much. Yeah, because you simp for the <laughs> devil. <laughs> that was her real sin, guys. She simps for the devil. She simped too hard for the devil, and then she died. Because <laughs> that's, th- that's the only alternative I can see rather than don't trust people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another going off on your theory
1: of this is about the r word that includes the fricky Mm -hmm. um where she says when the ship begins to drown she says the curtain the curtains run between my legs as we begin to sink Mm -hmm. so i mean that could definitely
0: move towards that yeah and it's just like i'm i'm trying to take like that and like make sense (laughs) of that in the context of her story scold me hold me i'll be
1: yours to keep Yes. (laughs) The only thing I beg of you is don't make me go
0: to sleep, though. Yeah. So it's like... What? Uh, I I don't know. mm. There's a lot going on with her. Like, she has the most cryptic story, and I'm still trying to figure it out. Guys, are we just completely blind to what's in front of us? I don't know. I'm trying to, like, scale it back, because maybe I'm getting too lost in the text. But it's just like, okay, maybe... Her sin that got her into hell was, she went along with something that the guy suggested that was bad. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does, when
1: she's in the car, he does says, this won't happen again.
0: Yeah. I mean, he does have a gun on him, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she did go along with something she really shouldn't have. Yeah. But still, I feel like that's kind of victim blamey. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not perfect. It's not a perfect movie. It's just it's a brain teaser, you know. Well, remember when um, John mentioned about the devil
1: killing innocent children, mm-hmm. and you know he was like, "That's not my department." He's like, "That's you know God's department." Mm-hmm. And he mentions a lot, you know, the sheep in wolf's clothing. Mm-hmm. So what if she is like she doesn't belong there either, mm-hmm. but she was sent there. Maybe. So, like, that's where I'm kind of leaning off of, where I'm like, I don't think she was ever meant to be there.
0: hmm So maybe it's just, you know, someone slipped through the cracks. hmm Or, like,
1: remember how I said heaven's supposedly corrupt? Yeah. So maybe that's something where... You know, maybe heaven's become so close knit and corrupt where they're like, "Oh, nope, you go to hell," mm-hmm. and the devil's kind of like, "This, she doesn't belong here. Yeah. She didn't
0: do anything." Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we see Marywood getting punished, but we don't really see her getting punished outside. Well, we see her getting stabbed, but then she comes back. Yeah. So it's like,
1: well, the what devil mentions something about their punishments being repeated. Yeah. So maybe on her second go around. That's she, when he takes her? she just got to freak the devil. Like, that's not a punishment. I mean,
0: <laughs> who knows?
1: I mean, we've all slept
0: with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> we've all slept with the devil. God, I remember... What, what was the context of that inside um, joke again? We were watching... Oh my god. What was the movie? We were watching uh, Annabelle, Annabelle Comes Home.
1: Yeah, and when she was putting the girl to sleep, Annabelle was in the bed, and we were just like, oh yeah, we've all slept with the devil. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, Maybe we are digging too deep into this. Yeah. Alice, do you have any thoughts on Frog Girl?
0: Yeah, I don't think she deserves it. Just because she's too trusting. Like, I feel like she's, like, a victim of, like, an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay. Remember how, like, the whole conversation now is, like, well, why didn't you leave him? It's, like, okay, well... You know, maybe she's too scared to leave, or Mm -hmm. she's she doesn't know any better, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why would she go to hell for that? Mm -hmm. Uh. Well, I think also like it's still kind of victim blaming, but I think maybe this is where the movie's going, where like the people she trusts are not the best and we see that immediately with the yeah. scorpion where he kills two things that we don't even know if they were bad. Mm-hmm. So it's like, maybe that was symbolic in a way where, you know, she was enabling someone who was yeah. bad. Like, that's another thing. I thought she was gonna be, like, someone who was, like, a, like, a stand-byer guy. Yeah. Who's, Which, like, watching stuff happen and, yeah, yeah. kind of shitty but also, like, I don't know. Silence sh- is violence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... I still don't think she deserves to be in health. Yeah. That. Go, that's that... like her survival mode, you know? Like, yeah. This exactly. is how, yeah. how she knows how to keep herself alive. Yeah, some people just freeze. They don't mm-hmm. know what to do. Yeah. Watch the movie. Tell us what you think. I want to know.
1: <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think? What's going on?
0: Yeah. I think I can totally see that she doesn't really deserve to be there. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why she gets brought back at the end. And maybe not, like, it's not, like, the punishment aspect where it's, like, oh, yeah, your punishment's gonna go on forever. It's, like, no, you got bought back for something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, like, it's kind of, you know, symbolized with her in white, you know, it's, like, the color purity and innocence.
1: And she was dressed pretty innocently. Like, she had, like, a huge bow on the back of her
0: dress. Yeah. And she had those, like, frilly socks, too, which just immediately makes me think of, like, children.
1: (laughs) Yeah, her whole, like, 50s rockabilly outfit was very childish.
0: Yeah, especially with frogs on it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Going back to the second movie I brought up, this is where I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, she wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, in the second movie, I haven't seen it in a while, so, you know, screw me if I'm wrong, but, (laughs) um, Broken Doll was sent down to hell for, like, a sin she's committed but the thing is she was pretty innocent in what happened she Mm -hmm. you know she didn't deserve to go down there you know you're catching my drift here no i got you she was wrongfully punished Mm -hmm. same thing going on with
0: samara yeah maybe maybe that's what her whole story is supposed to you know glean because like even in the story of the frog and the scorpion i was like I don't necessarily blame the frog, Mm -hmm. you know? Sometimes people just try to be helpful. Sometimes frogs just want to help people cross the lake or whatever. It's like, you know, I always thought it was harsh that the frog ends up dying. (laughs) Yeah. But in this story, the scorpion, like, lives on. Mm -hmm. And the frog just dies. Yeah. It's like, screw you, frog. Yeah. Also that song like her failure song is also like super sexual too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's And I'm just like that's that that's why I'm just like is this some is there like some sort of like sex type thing going on here like with the flick of his prick he surprised her and yes. he pricked her so gently she swooned. <laughs> it's like I I uh, think this uh, um tale is symbolic of yeah, s- something else. It's like you can very easily just say stung but mm-hmm. they choose the word prick very carefully. Uh, yeah carefully. Anyway. Don't do sex, kids. Not even once. <laughs> then, <laughs> if you have sex, you go to hell before you die. <laughs> you get turned into a frog. Yes, you get turned into a 50s rockabilly-looking person with a frog dress. Help out a man with rubber hair. Yep. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Just don't do it.
1: I highly recommend this movie. It's really good. It's definitely not on the same level as Repo.
0: Yeah. It's not... As an experience, I think I like it more just because there's, like, so many, like, it feels kind of like a puzzle in a way, but rather than a movie, Mm -hmm. where it's just, like, it's more interactive, you, so much of it is what you make of it, not necessarily what's, being explained or shown i
1: think if you're someone who doesn't really care for symbolism or things like that or you just need something to kind of be like explicitly explained yeah you might not enjoy this movie if you like
0: concrete answers don't watch this movie <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's a short watch too so like yeah. you know it's, it's not like you're really wasting your time you mm-hmm. know if, if you're on the fence just check it out you know it's less than an hour long oh another thing with water Water. Sorry. No, that's it's okay.
1: Like, we're all over the place. Hi, guys. Hello.
0: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to God
1: Topic. In the title screen, uh-huh. I pointed this out when we were setting up, but in the title screen, you could hear the ocean.
0: Oh, yeah. For the DVD, mm-hmm. you can hear the ocean going back and forth. So, let's talk about water symbolism, because that's my <laughs> favorite thing. Uh, water can be so many things. It can be change. It could be death. It could be life. It could be purity. It could be femininity. So, what does water mean in the context of this movie? Or does it mean different things? Does it mean just one thing throughout? So, I feel like it means
1: different things throughout. Because when it comes to Danny, the water Mm -hmm. symbolism there Mm -hmm. is obviously Mm death. When it comes to Tamara,
0: God knows only. (laughs) (laughs) Only Terrence knows. Yeah. (laughs) I... I don't know, because I see throughout that there's this link between water and death because, mm-hmm. you know, the frog and the scorpion drown slash get poisoned. The people at, you know, in all my dreams I drown, they drown. Mm-hmm. It's it's all very... But it could also be changed because
1: she... That is the biggest change we've seen of her.
0: True. It could be both. I'm not saying it's just one thing. I'm just saying death is definitely something. It's just mm-hmm. a major theme in the movie, Because obviously everyone's dead. Yeah. But there's something throughout that, like, specifically ties to water. Where it's like, bad things happen here. Mostly death. Yes. It's very... It's good. (laughs) Thank you. Do I get an A plus on my paper? You do. Yeah, I did it. I overanalyzed a thing. And that's why no one wants to watch stuff with me. What if... What if for fun... We find out
1: that In All My Dreams I Drowned was just like, it has nothing to do with the movie. What
0: if it was just a fun song? <laughs> what if it was just for fun? That Terrence wrote. And it's just like, uh, this means nothing. Let's throw it in there to yeah, confuse everyone. We just find out later on where
1: it's like, actually, this was just a bonus song. It has yeah. nothing to do with the movie uh, at all. We got you guys, didn't we? Yeah, so now we're just sitting here like, oh, it's it's symbolic of her trusting relationships and the metamorphosis of her life. It's yes. like, that was just a song. Yep. I wrote it in five minutes. If you <laughs> wrote that in five minutes, good. <laughs> I just want to continue to sit here and analyze Tamara until, like, the sun
0: goes down. Why not? Let's do it. We can't record for that long. We're going to do it. We're let, If you want to hear us talk about Tamara for a whole day... Going back and forth, analyzing every word... Yes, comment down below. The use of the word the here is very important, because if you think about it... Uh, maybe someday we'll do a review of the sequel because I'm curious to see it. I'm just, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like Repo where it's like, we don't get a lot of the world, but we get breadcrumbs and that makes me want more. So I'm just like, I want to know more, even though I'm sure I won't get answers to everything that I want answers to. Yeah, I, I was very disappointed with the sequel. Mm -hmm.
1: Like I said, I've only seen it once. It doesn't stick out in my mind at all. I just remember little snippets here and there. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I was watching it, you know, I originally thought, like, okay, you know, this is part two. We're gonna get, like, a three, and who knows, maybe a four, and then, you know, years pass. And I actually spoke with someone online who worked on the movie, mm-hmm.
0: and they even said, like, yeah, part three's never happening. Boo. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. Wait, think about it. Part three, animated Come on, we can do it. I
1: know, right? Or just make it a comic book series. You oh, don't right? have to yeah. hire people.
0: Yeah, just get rid of people all together. Draw it yourself.
1: Yeah, stop. Don't pay all these actors and actresses. Record it in your basement.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't mind that. If we just got some answers, it would be worth, like, the really terrible production value and everyone being played by one person.
1: Just draw... The- On a comic, like, on a napkin, just draw out the rest of the universe, give me
0: all the answers. Yes. Please explain why Tamara is there. So that's the movie. Go watch it. Go watch it. Tell us what you think. Please tell
1: us what you think. If you gathered anything else, or if you're like, you guys are missing this complete detail, or hey,
0: you guys are totally wrong, let us know. Please. Please. (laughs) Please. It doesn't matter that, you know, we talked about it on a podcast. We don't, we don't know things. No. We didn't make this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Time to close out. Looks like it. A very short episode this week. Too bad. That's what you get. But no. We're gonna get more regular with our episodes soon, and they're gonna be longer than, you know, just an hour. Oh, this actually is longer than the movie already. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we went
1: through the movie itself very fast, but that's yeah. because it ju- it really is. The plot is so simple. It's just all the symbolism within it.
0: Yeah, that's the part where it takes a while to comb through.
1: Mm-hmm. and uh Like but- I said, it took me like at least five listens over for me to finally understand what was John's story or what was going on with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like once you've cracked the code, it's pretty easy. But some of the codes are just a little too yeah Tamara's code is a little <laughs>
1: a little too muddy <laughs> <laughs> muddy waters well, the devil says that in one of his songs too uh, when he's um when he's singing his song about like you know going to heaven mm-hmm. tongue slither in the mud i may, maybe we should look
0: at his song. There's probably stuff hidden in All there. Mean, let's talk about mud symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> what is mud? Let's think about it. Webster's dictionary defines mud as but uh. Yeah, like I said, we're gonna get more regular with our episodes. This is, like, goth topic 2.0. 2.0, it's 2.0. We're, we've reinvented ourselves now that I've moved. <laughs> we're the same podcast. I feel like a different person, honestly. <laughs>
1: Alright, that's it for today, guys. Don't forget to subscribe. We put out new episodes every week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Goth gothtopicpar, where you'll find updates on musings, as well as sharing our favorite memes and videos. Please... Make a discussion with us on this movie. We want to know your thoughts and
0: feelings. Yes, definitely.
1: Why is Tamara in hell? Why, Tamara? Why? Um, There's not really any links, but if there is, it'll be down below. Give us a rating on iTunes and we'll shout you on a future episode. Tell us what you think, please. Shoot us a DM at us or email us at govtopicpod at gmail.com. If you like what we do and you'd like to support this mess, please consider donating to our Ko-fi at ko gofftopic. We also have our PO box open for a limited time. Welcoming all shiny rocks, DM us for details. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you soon.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: We do have a shout-out this week, and it goes out to Kinsey0003 on iTunes. Thank you, Kinsey. Thank
0: you. <laughs> we're neat. <laughs> also, I'm so glad that non-goth people are listening. That makes me so happy. Oh, yeah, me too. Show this to your mom. Yes. <laughs> Our moms listen to it. Show it. <laughs> your mom listens. Well, she promised to listen to it at some point, <laughs> and she did, and she said it was funny. So, there. So. That's true, yeah. And my mom said I'm real handsome, so. <laughs> Alright, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, my leggies, My leg. Alright,
1: let's get more caffeine.
0: Sounds good. Okay, guys, wait. Oh, hold yeah, on hold hold a minute. On. <laughs> hold. Stop everything. Don't pause yet. Stop the presses.
1: <laughs> so, we ended the podcast, we turned everything off, and I went on my phone to start Look, Looking at song lyrics, and I found the wiki on Tamara.
0: Yes. And we came across something that could possibly clear everything up, and it just made my day. Yes. Would you like to read the- Okay. The, from the Devil's Carnival wiki.
1: <laughs> Tamara's sin is gullibility. She always pursues relationships with dangerous men and bim- blindly trusts people who cross her path, even though these people end up hurting her. Even though being naive isn't much of a sin, it makes her fatally flawed beyond repair in God's opinion, who sends people to hell over small
0: imperfections. Which makes sense, because in the very first scene, which I was trying to figure out before, but I couldn't really put it together, but we see God, who is, like, making some toys. Making, like, dolls. dolls, And he throws one away into the broken bin for, like, the smallest thing. Yeah, like, he couldn't erase
1: something or something yeah. off the eye, and yeah. he was just like, ugh, useless, and throws it into the bin.
0: Yeah, it was just something very plain, something about eyebrows or something. Her eyebrows weren't on fleek, so yeah. to hell with ya. Yeah. Wow, So that's petty. See what I mean where
1: I was like, oh, you know, the second movie kind of illustrates how heaven's, like, corrupt. Yes. So, Tamara wasn't in hell because she was in abusive relationships. She was in hell because God's petty. Yes.
0: <laughs> so that's why she got sent to hell. And now I can finally sleep at yes. night. Yes. Oh my gosh. Now after all these years. Yep. I finally have all the answers to Devil's Carnival. I mean I feel like my soul's at rest. I don't know about you.
1: <laughs> I'm like I feel the same way I feel when I finally figured out John's story. I'm just like oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Finally. Yes. Yes. I don't know. I always threw away that very first scene uh-huh. of God with the dolls. I've never paid it any mind. I
0: thought it was... That's supposed to be God. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I thought that was the whole point. was like, oh, that's showing that he's God because he's making dolls who are people. Yeah. And I didn't even consider the fact that, you know, he's just throwing away ones that are just barely, per- you know, not even close to per- perfect. Mm-hmm. What an ass. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> what an ass. So... There we Here go. We go. <laughs> all, all Devil's Carnival explained. Alright, bye for real now. Bye. <laughs>